The Midwest Podcast Network now has a Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash midwestpodnet and support us for as little as a dollar a month. Welcome to Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today are Brian. Hey. And Alex. Hello. This is a special episode covering our initial impressions of Red Dead Redemption 2. We're not going to be spoiling any of the game at all, solely initial impressions. We're recording this over Discord, so if there's any issues with audio quality, we're sorry, but you're just going to have to deal with it. Um, Before we get to all that, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. The Midwest Podcast Network now is a Patreon. The Patreon is meant to benefit all the shows on the network. You can subscribe for as little as $1 a month and help keep our shows alive and well. Check it out at patreon.com slash midwestpodnet. That's M-I-D-W-E-S-T-P-O-D-N-E-T. And as always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to midwestgamingers at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as wait, rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Wait, wait and review us. Will <laughs> <laughs> um, we? Yeah, will we? Okay, so... Um, I'm just going to start right off the bat. The first hour of this game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my so, God. It's, it's the slowest slog of an intro I've ever felt in any game I've ever played. So by first hour, are you saying chapter one? Basically, yeah. Well, okay. I mean, it took me like four hours to finish because, uh, dear God, it's so slow. <laughs> um, I, no, so, I, four hours oh, sounds about right. I All right. <laughs> So I just finished chapter one. John, how far have you gotten? Uh, I have 22% of the game done. I so have... I, that's that's like that's chapter one, and then I'm assuming a good chunk of chapter two. I don't really know. All right, Brian, where are you my, at? My save says I'm at like 21 point whatever percent completion, but my story tab says 16%. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, no, I can't disagree with with I, like it seems like the game did not start with a bang, which is a very weird choice. And uh, chapter one to me felt very linear, and I did not feel as though the game encouraged me to do what red dead one did in terms of like going and exploring it but, didn't uh, <laughs> yeah i and, and you know i assume that a lot of that would stem from the fact that they probably assumed most people buying this game were playing it for the first time like playing this this game this series um and so you know you've got a new generation of consoles you've got a bunch of new players it's a game that has a cult following, so it's going to spark interest in a lot of people, you know, especially newcomers. Um, and I, I, I'll be the first to admit, I did not play much of Red Dead 1. I played maybe 10 seconds of it, and then I stopped playing because I thought it was awful. Um, <laughs> so, I, which I'm probably going to get a bunch of shit from people for that, but that's fine. Um, but yeah, I, I assume the reason it was very linear is because they they wanted to kind of introduce, you know, they're introducing like very, very basic mechanics. And obviously the game is yeah. much bigger than what they introduced. So, um, but and they wanted yeah. to do it at a very slow pace to not overwhelm people because there's a lot of stuff in the game. The slowest pace. <laughs> um, I, 
Honestly, yeah, I didn't mind. It just it reminded me of like watching like the intro to some really fucking slow westerns, like the Hateful Eight, for instance. Um, so I don't know. Like most westerns have a very slow pace to them. So I don't know. It didn't really bother me. I was intrigued by just how it looked and everything. The fancy snow effects and stuff. Yeah, I mean the um, the story is interesting enough, I suppose. Um, I mean, it, it's definitely it kept me going. I want to know what the hell's going on. I want to figure that all out. I, I do realize this this is a prequel to Red Dead, correct? Yeah, yeah. So maybe I should play this first and then go back and play Red Dead. <laughs> yeah, Jar- John Marston is the main yeah. character in Red Dead Redemption. Right, right. Yeah. I I knew that much, and then he's yeah. he's like a side character in in Red Dead too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah it's, was, it's go ahead. I was thinking before we uh, do our more in depth review, I did want to go back and try playing some Red Dead One because, to be honest, this game plays to me like my memories of Red Dead One, which is interesting. It, I'm trying to think of what game people have said that more recently about, but it's like, I know that Red Dead 1 doesn't play as well as Red Dead 2 does, but it feels like my memories of Red Dead 1. (laughs) So I really want to go back and give myself a little bit more context to that because I have not touched Red Dead 1 in potentially like seven years or so. Um, I I actually fired it up uh, a couple months ago. I want to say, um, and yeah, you're pretty much right. It's it's def- It's like it has the general feel of the first game as far as like the horse riding and stuff goes. But there's like more nuance to everything, you know. Like yeah, the the, the dead eye, the 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 horse riding, and like there's just there's a lot more going on like more than you may even initially notice. Well, I think one of the main things about red dead two, that's interesting to me is that like the L it's not, uh, it's not that typical L two to aim R two to shoot that a lot of games are nowadays. Yeah. It's a typical rockstar rockstar game. That's what it is. As far as gaming goes. no, because Grand Theft Auto Five, you hit L two to aim, and then you hit R two to shoot, right? Isn't that the same? Not so. What I'm what I'm trying to say about Red Dead Two is that the L two button has become much more context sensitive. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, in that, a- when you're looking at people, you can focus on them with L two and and talk to them using face buttons as you're focused on them. And then on top of that, it's done this weird thing where like you press R2 to shoot. And then sometimes you got to like, let it go to cock the gun and then press it again. In other cases, sometimes you don't have to do that. I don't know. It's kind of fuzzy to me still with the couple hours I've put into it, but it, 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 it's not, as cohesive as I want it to be yet, but I'm sure once I play more of it, I'll understand it a little bit better. And I don't know, maybe that has a little bit to do with what 
you don't like about it as much, Jen. But yeah, well, no, my my gripe with the controls it stems a lot from the same issues I have with like Grand Theft Auto, where it at least when I'm you know running around as Arthur, it just feels very slow and unresponsive to me. And even with shooting, like shooting feels very slow and unresponsive, which coming from Rainbow Six and Destiny and all these <laughs> other shooters, like where it's lit- everything's literally a hairpin trigger. Like you don't, you can't expect the same out of like a Western, which a, I mean, a game that's, that's third, primarily third person. You can play it in first person. But I don't know how you'd manage right. that. No, don't do it because if you're on the fourth, <laughs> you'll throw up. Um, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Especially if, if you're playing through the PSVR as a display, <laughs> um, which I did try for like 10 seconds. <laughs> there, I, This isn't really spoilery, but there's like a drunk sequence that you play. The drunk sequence was one of my favorite parts of the game so far. <laughs> it was hilarious. Like, but, um, like the first person part of it is like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. That's unsettling. Pretty nuts. It's a good simulation of being a very shit faced. That's for sure. But yeah, like just the the controls in general. It, this, again, the same issues I've always had with any kind of a lot of. I mean, even I had the same issues with the with the Witcher. I suppose if we're going to use that as like a comparison, and even Assassin's Creed, um, they they just have these points where like the the controls aren't responding as quick as I want them to, and like as you're like turning a character to like move left or right, like it just takes a second longer than it should or a millisecond longer. And like, I just don't like that necessarily for something where like, you've got to make quick decisions, you know, it just doesn't quite work out, especially like I've had a few instances. I've killed three horses already, just so you know, I'm going to be about it. Killed a bunch Um, on accident. (laughs) And the, the first one died because I basically was like your own horse. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I meant I've, strangers. I've, I've had to buy three horses at this. That point. makes me sad, and you must be fucking careless. I haven't <laughs> well, lost one yet. No, Mine's it's, like it's... full level five bonded. Yeah, like... mine have gotten that high too because I run them into the ground. So like as you as you're like <laughs> just pumping the X button to make them go fast, and they you bond with them quickly by like giving them treats and brushing them and whatever. Like my horse is all really they love me to death, and I love them <laughs> too horse, until until I basically run them run them into die. a train. No, uh, I was chasing <laughs> someone for a bounty or something like that, and they made a hard left at a train track as like a train was coming by, and I went to make the hard left and forgot that I could do like the power slide with the horse and slid into the train and basically killed the, the horse. Like, so I it made me fly off, and then I had was given the option of putting the horse down or letting it suffer, and so I put oh. it down. Uh, that was the first one. And then I've had several other horses basically in similar uh, instances where I'm chasing someone typically. And like, I've had NPCs like that. I'm trying to go around on the trails and they, they basically are like, howdy partner and turn into me as I'm going past them, (laughs) which again, kills my horse and has me flying over the, the horse into a rock or something like that. See, I've ran my horse like full bore into a tree and it didn't kill it. It didn't even lose health. <laughs> well, I try you got to go full bore into another horse and, and just let it be a I, collision with. Oh, no, actually. Horse. Yeah. That happened once too. Yeah. I, I was, I was playing a little bit yesterday and I, I was yesterday. I had to go to work uh, briefly in the morning, really early, like seven in the morning to go and on a Saturday, really early anyway. Uh, to do some stuff so i was tired when i was playing yesterday and i started dozing off as we were like 
riding the horse somewhere and i, I hit a, a tree and the controller shook and woke me up and <laughs> arthur fell off the horse <laughs> so yeah, that's it's really startling it's super loud too when you hit yeah, one it was uh that it was a pretty it was an interesting phenomenon at least and i guess i'm that's that's one of the like this game certainly has that attention to detail that I haven't seen in something since like I guess maybe Breath of the Wild, but also something more realistic. I would go with like Phantom uh Phantom Pain, Metal Gear Solid 5 and and just the the idea of like cuz you could run into a tree into a lot of different games, but like falling off of it and having that like audio assault and also controller vibration assault and everything i don't know it was just an interesting thing that happened to me as i was playing and i don't my falling asleep shouldn't be that indicative although the beginning of the game is very slow but um you know a lot of the stuff is you're just riding your horses to go and do something there's a lot lot of horseback riding yeah i feel like i still have a large part of the map to open up yeah and it like it uh it reminds me of something like maybe la noir where it was yeah you could drive from location to location and like learn more about the characters but there was also the kind of like hit this button and we'll just make it a cut scene and kind of fast travel to wherever you were going well that uh, that director view or whatever it does sort of do that the cinematic it's not any mode. faster but you don't have to think about where you're going yeah you just hold, hold x or keep tapping it and you'll just get there yeah, yeah i feel like that function doesn't work for me at all like i feel like anytime i've ever used like the hold x and, it, and it'll just follow the path kind of thing or whatever he ends up just walking off a cliff. So. I I think it's only meant to match pace with your with your leader. Uh, no. I thought I thought I, when you're I in a squad, it... it's supposed to like keep everyone together. Like, yeah, yeah, it that does. was what I thought they explained early on, but it doesn't seem to work like that. Because then I'll, all of a sudden, like I'm I'm holding X, not paying attention, thinking I'm walking with the guys, and I can hear them like talking. And next thing I know, they're like, hey, Arthur, what are you doing over there? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, shit, my bad. And then all of a sudden, I'm driving a horse off a cliff. So, yeah, this, I, this game is really just like horse killing simulator 2018 for me. Um, I'm really I enjoying it, though. lost three of them, though. It's kind of I, I would be man. at this point, I would actually be sad if I lost my horse because I've been using the same one since they initially like teach you that you can buy a new horse you know yeah i, I didn't I want to sell one that horse that they, that they told me to sell though because i thought it was sweet looking oh the work them anyways. yeah but anyways um more things that i don't like about this game the lack of a fast travel sucks i would like but to there at is least... a fast travel but there's a couple no no, no. i buttons. all i'm looking for is the ability to fast travel back to my camp i don't mind like horse riding to you know to valentine town or like any of these other little areas i have to horse ride to but when i'm done with a mission and i want to go back and shave my face which is awesome that like your beard grows in real time that's amazing um, <laughs> i would like to be able to fast travel back to camp so that i can shave um things like that that's 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 one of my gripes the other one of my other gripes that i have 
Uh, I don't like the fact that every single mission thing that you do has some form of grading system applied to it where like you can get either bronze, silver or gold. Uh, and it basically like as you finish the mission brings up the metal that you get without telling you how like in at no yeah. point in time does it tell you like, oh, you should match this criteria to like before get... you try the mission. Yeah. 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 It like, tells you after the fact and then you can you have the option of retrying. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. well, no, I don't want to fucking waste my time retrying this mission again. No, not it, when the story is like hours long. Yeah. This mission took 12 hours for me to do. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to redo 12 hours worth of work in a game you know how, like that's just obnoxious how's your uh bounty situation uh i i have an 85 dollars bounty in like one state right now that's about it oh you're lucky I've, I've cleared them out i've had a few more from running horses into people and shit and getting into gunfights <laughs> um <clears throat> but i've gotten rid of those by paying them off so those i mean those are like my main gripes just the the speed of the intro is is really slow I, uh, the controls, as I said, uh, the metal system is bunk. Uh, that's about it, though. Other than that, this this game's pretty amazing. Like, so so yeah, like getting uh, getting to the actual your impression of the game. Are you saying that you have grown to like it despite some of those gripes so far, at least? Yeah, I, I'm hooked for sure. Like, I want to keep okay. playing it, and I had cowboy dreams like two nights in a row. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Really, yeah. you know, all all I need for this game to be my game of the year is like some hidden door somewhere that you open by pushing a rock and it just and takes you down into Westworld. Like that's <laughs> like I, that was, I don't doubt that there's a Westworld like Easter egg. That's just well, gotta be an A plus. Or you know what? The only other thing I will accept is that if the Red Dead Online like the beginning of Red Dead Online is you going through the admission process of Westworld, uh, then then okay, just keep taking all my money. What if what if that's what they're doing right now? Is like that's why they're taking a month to like make sure they got all their eggs in the right baskets to like talk, <laughs> talk to like HBO and be like, hey, like we want to do this thing. Uh, what do you think? And then HBO is like, oh yeah, that sounds great. Show us the game, and they show them the game. They're like, holy shit, we should have had you do this from the beginning, like. Because it's so amazing. <laughs> I, I would be so happy. I doubt it, but I would be very happy. So we'll we'll see. I, I would like to. Uh, hopefully, somebody finds the secret or something. Because I'll never find it. It's probably hidden somewhere. Crazy. You probably but... like you probably find the maze drawing, and it like unlocks your character's brain, and then you're super powered. <laughs> it becomes like red Red Dead Saints Row or something like yeah. that. I like, mean, have you tried scalping anyone yet? No, I have not. <laughs> I don't know if you can I don't do think that. You, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> there's there's some type of npc that you can walk up to where if you kill him you can do the skinning animation for him yeah <laughs> uh, well, I, I haven't like interacted with the local native americans yet maybe they teach you the scalping uh, skill yeah maybe um yep. but yeah the, so it's beautiful it's probably the best looking game i think i've ever seen in my entire life and i feel like i say that for every game that comes out um, but this is legitimately the like the greatest looking video game I think I've ever seen. It um, it, it definitely but... has its moments. Like the the lighting of the game is so realistic looking. Like just the day night cycle. Oh yeah, uh, the weather I, and stuff. It's great when there's like a night cycle and there's like a fog rolling in and like you get like the shadow of the fog too. Like 
it's just crazy if you're walking around with like the fog and you have your lantern out and it's like the the lantern lights casting shadows onto the fog and it's 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 pretty ridiculous just how realistic the whole game looks from any perspective like in especially when you're like running horseback through the countryside like just looking out over the scene yeah. it's 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 the beautiful. draw distances are pretty incredible yeah um the snow effects were amazing in the intro i'm pretty... i'm like disappointed in some of the textures like it could it doesn't really hold up to a lot of other games as far as that detail goes but whatever the only texture I kind of questioned was I, I skinned a bear and uh, like <laughs> the skinned bear carcass looked really weird to me. Like it didn't look like what I figured a skinned bear carcass looks like. Not that I'm out skinning bears in my free time or anything, but <laughs> did you do any of the like the legendary hunts at all? That's I, I skinned that legendary bear that Hosea takes you out to go kill. Did you get the the bear helmet, the bear hat? No, it's I didn't because uh, I set I set down the legendary bear pelt and then it disappeared. So that oh was really no, cool. yeah, <laughs> sounds I'm, bad. I'm not happy with some of the decisions that I've made, thinking that things would be safe. Like it said, like oh, if you put it's this down, it's not Skyrim. Be... You can't you can't just set you can set anything down in your camp. That's the thing is, I put the bear pelt down in the camp, and then when I went back to go get it, it was gone. They move it to like near the campfire, I think. They put the, the stuff I, automatically gets moved to a safe area in your campground. No, I know. I, I set it down in the camp, like next to the butcher dude, thinking like he can make me some yeah. shit out of it, out of the pelt. And when it when I set it down, the screen faded out and then faded back in with me putting it elsewhere yeah. in the camp. And then yeah. when I went to go get it later, it was gone. Uh, you can so, leave them on your horse. For an indefinite period of time. Yeah, so maybe it's stashed somewhere else. Well, the problem is, like, I, I ran into an NPC that needed help, and the only way I could help the NPC was by putting them on the horse, and I couldn't put them on the horse because I had the bear pelt on there, so I took the bear pelt off, uh... set it down, the person got on the horse, and then I picked the bear pelt back up, thinking, like, I'll just carry this and make my horse follow me by hitting the whistle button, and the person was like, why aren't you getting on the horse? So... <laughs> Then she got really frustrated and just left on her own accord, which I thought she couldn't walk because she had hurt her ankle, but apparently she can. And she's fine. And she was just fucking with me. Was it the <laughs> one that the, the horse fell on her? Yeah. Anyways. Brian, so as the person who's played Red Dead and is further than me in Red Dead 2, do you feel like this game is starting to deliver on the what you hoped Red Dead what what you hoped a sequel to Red Dead would be? Um, single player wise, I mean, for the most part, I'm I'm really intrigued by the online whenever that comes out because I I think I actually spent more time playing free roam in Red Dead One than I did the actual story mode. Yeah, so I can't really 100% say this game delivered. Okay. Uh, what I was looking for, but I mean, like as far as single player goes, I f- I just feel like the world is more vast and way more detailed than the original game, and like the interactions the, that you can have with all the different characters in the world just make it feel more like a real lived-in world. 
and the fact that people remember things that you did and stuff like that, that worked to my benefit greatly today. Like I helped somebody and then I ended up getting my choice of a free gun at the gunsmith. Nice. When he ran into town or into me in town later on. So that was really cool. Um, the bounty things like out of hand, like I've been a bit of a troublemaker, but I try to like take care of my witnesses. <laughs> in whatever way I, I can. And uh, like the bounties, I almost can't even afford to clear them already. Are you putting your mask on when you're doing your crimes? Yeah, it doesn't matter. There's still a bounty. Hmm. No, if, the, you put, if you put your mask on, they can't tell who you are. They can't put a bounty on you. Yeah, I thought that was the point. Uh, they could put a bounty on... I don't know, man. They putting the bounty on your horse? <laughs> you're going to have to kill your Maybe, horse, dude. <laughs> I have a hundred and ten, I think, in the normal area, like the round Valentine, and then the other area, like outside of it, the next area outside of it is like two hundred something. Sounds so, like yeah, a problem. It's a little bit of a problem. Um, That's what happens when you you want to play around with the physics by like tying people up and rolling them down hills. <laughs> So you're the man in black is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I mean, I balance it out with good deeds a lot of times. Like most of the strangers that I see, like I ran into that same woman that John did. I usually help them. So okay. I'm actually neutral, I think, as far as my like alignment, I guess, would go. It's not like I wasn't trying to help her. Like I was, but I wanted that bear pelt. <laughs> It's just I, like if that people bear almost me, killed me. Yeah, um, well, I I fared pretty well against the bear because I jumped up on a giant boulder and he had a hard time getting to me, which is really unrealistic. <laughs> actually, a bear would get me. <laughs> that was my strategy in the first Red Dead for dealing with bears. <laughs> <laughs> bears are that the bears. All the wildlife in this is like frightening. It's very like realistically animated. Well, I look forward to uh, not being afraid of it anymore. A bunch of us get into the online and push one into a lake. And it just stands Yeah, I, I don't know if we're going to be able to do that. According to Gojo, he, I, he, so he sent a text this morning that said, uh, the bear pushing lake is in the game. I don't know if he means there's a lake with which there are bears that are close proximity to, <laughs> or if he meant the actual lake from Red Dead 1 is... A location in the game i don't know so it'll be interesting to find out but um yeah i'm looking forward to that so is yeah, there it's, it's gonna be a lot of fun to tool around that area with friends yeah um so i'm still pretty early on as everybody knows do you guys feel like the um do you, do you feel like the eating and drinking and sleeping as well as the camp upkeep tasks are bothersome in the game? The camp upkeep hasn't really affected me at all, but the, uh, it, I mean, I guess the eating, sleeping, all like all of those cores haven't really had an effect either, but it's annoying that they're there at all. I feel like, cause I feel like they play such a minimal role. Like why do I even need to bother with them at all? Um, but obviously like they have an effect on like other things you do. 
I would say what's most annoying to me is not any of those things, but the crafting in the game. Because there's like, as far as I can tell, unlike most modern games, there's no way to like track what you need to craft shit. Hmm. And there's like, there's so much stuff to craft. I don't think I'll ever craft because I don't know where the best place is to find the stuff. And you run out of space to carry stuff pretty easily. And uh, it's, yeah, the crafting is pretty annoying in the game. But I definitely feel like I want what do you... to do it just to have more capacity and stuff. Okay, so you're crafting like ammo bags and stuff like that and satchels yeah. and whatnot. Typical okay. Far Cry shit. Okay. But you can know, you have to like kneel down and either camp or pretend to camp to do it. Yeah. Or you have to have somebody else do it for you if it's a complicated thing. Like that bear hat that I have, you have, you, like the butcher in the camp can't even make it. The trapper has to make it. And the trapper has a permanent location in Blackwater, but Blackwater isn't even available to me right now. And like, there's another like trapper. He also, he, he moves around too. He, see, it's this, I think it's the same guy, but. His permanent shop is in Blackwater, and then like he moves around periodically to different spots. Yeah, I don't know, Alex. How but, do you feel about him? Uh, I'm sorry, I had to step away for a second. <laughs> no, that's cool. Uh, how do you feel about like those those systems? So, um, they haven't been a hassle so far, but. It's still kind of, um, I don't quite understand. I feel like I'm still learning how the cores start dropping. <laughs> and like, if it makes any sense, like, so I don't think it's that much of a spoiler to say that the beginning of the game starts in like a snowy region. Right. And, uh, you know, obviously like if you're standing out in the cold for a while, the idea that your stamina drops more than if you were in like a normal temperate area then that would be fine but um to me it feels like a little bit of a and maybe it's just because i'm in more of the tutorial ish area uh or that's the stuff that i've done maybe they're taking opportunities to be like okay your core is out now you should eat a thing to bring your stamina core back up and then that'll let you aim the bow better or like things, things like that. So I think it'll make more sense as I play more of it, but I, I don't know. I just didn't really get that much of an indication if it was like, Oh, go and do a story mission. And then somebody complains that there's no food at the camp. So go hunt. And then, right. Like, All right, go do another story mission. And then, Oh, guess what? There's no food again. Like, I don't know. I don't have a sense of what that stuff is going to I think like the camp upkeep, at least from what I've been able to tell, is more for like my own, like Arthur's own personal use. Like you're you're buying supplies so like you can take them like as needed. Because okay. like I I like it's no this doesn't spoil anything either. Either but like once you unlock like the ledger at the camp so that you can purchase supplies. Yeah. For the, for using the camp's like pool of money. Um like you basically like fill out like the pantry. So like there's food in the pantry and then you can fill out like, uh, 
what else like the medical supplies and like things like that and like you can go and use those things like i haven't noticed them like going down like being depleted by everyone else okay yeah i I think it's kind of it like tricks you into believing that just to make it seem more realistic but honestly i don't feel like when i donate stuff to the camp that they actually use any of it it's kind of like a communal excuse to get you to stack up right like oh everybody needs your help so you better get out there and help them with getting those supplies and stuff okay and like just like they say like oh when you do bounty or not bounties but when you um when you go out on debt collecting missions like when you collect the debt like you get to pocket like a portion of that and the rest of it goes into like the camp pool like yeah that's how any job works. And and really like all the camp pool is like you go into the camp pool and you can buy supplies for the camp or like you can buy upgrades for like tents and things like that. So it, okay. I don't think it's meant as like it's actually like a resource that will deplete over time like cuz everyone at the camp's using it. I mainly think all of that stuff is meant for you specifically. It's not like survival game. Right. You're going to fail Which, up. Which, if it did, if that's the way it was played, I'd let the whole camp die because I don't give a shit about any of that crap. Like, <laughs> I, I hate games like that where I have. You to don't up- feel like an attachment to any of those characters. Not at all. No, and it's it's the same the same issue I have with games like XCOM where I have like all this base management I have to do. Like I don't want to do that and have to focus on like keeping my character and all my horses alive. You know. Like, I see, at, like in XCOM, like the base management is almost as much fun to me as the real game. Yeah, I I hate I hate the base management. It just it's, the base management management and like the overall like timer on it all just serves as anxiety for me and means that I can't play the game anymore. So. Right, that's that's how I feel too. <laughs> so, uh, any other initial thoughts here? I guess. Uh, I just I mean, shout out to the guys in the Discord who listened to my initial complaints. Um, about the game it's really not as bad as i made it out to be i was really just being dramatic um of course. so like like nick had mentioned that you know he's he has some uh what do you say this is fascinating as much as i don't want my initial thoughts of red dead to be skewed i'll have to listen to you guys like definitely like don't don't let us like <laughs> don't let us have any effect on you playing this game because it is a very very well done game uh even with as little as i've already played it and i'm a pretty tough critic i think uh so it's um definitely like give it a shot because this this game is pretty sweet honestly i feel like if you were a fan of the first one and your tastes haven't changed dramatically since it came out um there's no way you're not gonna like this one as much or more well just i mean knowing how much like nick and gojo play grand theft auto and knowing how much like they're like you alex and like the whole crew of those guys were playing the original red dead online like i feel like anybody who has the level of appreciation those guys do for these sorts of games i think will really enjoy this game a lot and i I think anybody go ahead i'm very much looking forward to robbing trains with you guys that's oh for sure and that's what i'm looking forward to the (laughs) most that's gonna happen because the online play is gonna be ridiculous like it's gonna be uh, like so much fun to play a game like this with a group of people who like we're gonna have a a huge crew of people like i don't know how many you can like really crew up with like um per instance or whatever but a whole like a server i think is gonna be a server's 32 but i just don't know how many you can group up with like yourself but we'll just have rival gangs it's all good yeah i mean it's just 
that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Like knowing who all is getting the game and already has it. Like we're we're gonna have a pretty ridiculous crew of people playing it, and I'm really excited about that. So yeah, um, I think uh, yeah, I don't I don't think like Nick will certainly still enjoy it. I think anybody, as you said, anybody who liked the first game will enjoy this one. I just think at face value with what I've seen in this first hour or two of the game. I feel like there's a little bit of potential for people to be like, oh, this is too much with the base management and the food and stuff like that. Like, it almost gave me that. I was like, maybe this is what John felt about Metal Gear Solid 3 when you had to, like, dig the bullet out of your arm and (laughs) put antiseptic on it and then bandage it up and stuff like that. Like, I almost got to that point, but then, like, you guys saying it's not really that and kind of my intuition of it is like this doesn't seem like it's that important um you know because there wasn't really a whole lot of that in the first game yeah but it yeah it's very secondary like the large part of the game is riding your horse around to the various missions you're doing um and running into a lot of random encounters along the way that are interesting emergent gameplay yeah. As it's known. And I'm just like being bored, like, hey, there's nobody around. This person looks like they have valuable stuff. I'm going to rob go, them. Let's go roll them down a hill. Yeah. <laughs> I will say uh, an, an early mistake I made is when you fail a mission or anything, don't. Um, don't restart the mission. No. Restart the checkpoint. <laughs> yeah. It's actually very forgiving with the checkpoints compared yes. to GTA games in the oh, yeah. past. Yeah. Um and I when I changed my map view because I wanted to have the most minimal HUD possible, really. So I just have like the little compass instead of the mini map. But the downside is the compass doesn't like show you where you're supposed to go dirt like <laughs> as much as it should. Yeah. And like I found it very easy to fail missions just by walking a few steps the wrong direction. That's weird. And that was really kind of frustrating at first. Hmm. You like have to bring up the full map in order to see, which is yeah. really Yeah. Yeah, cuz some of the pathways kind of like veer out of the direction I mean, of where you're where you need to go, right? It, but It wasn't even that. It was like you are in town and like there's the saloon and like der- Diagonally across from it, there's a hotel. But the saloon also advertises that it has rooms available. And you're like saying, hey, or you're told, like, uh, hey, you need to go check on so and so in the hotel. And I was like, okay, maybe the saloon is the hotel too. So I start walking like a few steps that direction, and it's this failed mission. <laughs> I did that like four times in a row. And then finally, I realized that the building like behind me into to my left was actually a hotel. So, but so there was no indication whatsoever, like on my HUD. You're saying the uh that story that popped up that said you can turn off the mini map and people will give you landmarks doesn't really cover all the bases. Correct. That's a bummer. But hmm. I mean I guess if I had known where the hotel was, but we were all new to town at that point, like the whole gang, so it's yeah. kind of unrealistic that I would know. Um, 
But, you would think they would have said check the hotel around the corner or something like that. And then, like, if somebody darts off on like horse and you're supposed to be following them, it's also super easy to fail a mission that way. Like, you've abandoned this person because you stepped two steps the wrong direction. That sucks. Um, yeah, but I mean, you get used to it, and it's like it, it's not a huge, it's not a deal breaker because the checkpoints are so liberal. That's good. Yeah, that's just typical Rockstar mission design flaw. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and also, if if and when you kill your horse, and you have to go get a new horse... <laughs> they have a horse revival thing they sell for, like, nine bucks. Yeah, no, I didn't have that, so I killed them. <laughs> um, but when you kill your horse, you have to then take your saddle and, like, walk the horse. Like, I walked it all the way back to the nearest stable to, like, so I didn't have to lose my saddle because I didn't realize that it'll just take your saddle. If you lose your saddle, it'll always be in the stable. Mm. So I didn't realize that at first. So I literally, I spent, it was probably a 45 minute walk, like <laughs> in real time, like to get from where I, I killed my horse to, to the stable. That's like in Grand Theft Auto 3 when I would like summon a tank to kill the bulletproof cars in the races and then push the carcass <laughs> of the car to a garage so that it would like revive the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good, good to see things haven't changed too much at Rockstar. There, yeah. I mean, there's so. a lot of uh, cool details like I feel might have not worked in the first game and stuff too. Like, uh, I don't know if it's because like the bond with my horse is so strong or if this would work with any horse, but like somebody tried to steal my horse from me today. Like hmm. they asked for a ride and then they get on and then they like point a gun at you and they take your horse. But that was, they got partway down the road and I was like, there's no way I can catch them on foot. So I decided to whistle at my horse and it just bucked the guy right off and came back to me. That's awesome. <laughs> and then I shot him. Because really he tried cool. to shoot me, so and somebody witnessed it, and then you got caught with a bounty. No, that's fine, actually. And, and then you rolled that person down the hill, and then another person <laughs> yeah. saw that. So there, you there was one moment down the hill. where that whole witness seeing other people, yeah, just uh, that that escalated quickly. Once I ended up with like a dozen <laughs> bodies in one area. I was gonna say, I just wanna. I need you to take a screenshot of the hill that has like thirty corpses at the bottom. Uh, I've only done that a couple. <laughs> I did throw one in the water. That's, That's kind good. of cruel. <laughs> yeah, the lassoing is fun, actually. Yeah, lassoing. Oh, it's so fun, yeah. It works pretty similar to the first game from what I yeah. recall. If you can remember how to like use the controls when you're flying down the road on the horseback, <laughs> yeah. pull out the lasso, and then when you try to pull out the lasso, you hit the wrong button, then a train shows up and kills your horse. I don't remember if the original game had double holsters either, so that's a cool mechanic. I don't John, feel you, like are, it did. Are you playing the Inception version of the game where like trains just appear out of nowhere? I think so. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen trains that often, to be honest. Well, no, I'm just I'm waiting. I'm actually waiting for the chance where I'm like booking it at, like along a trail, and I cross a train track, and this train just plows me over, <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm I'm dying for that to happen. I want it to happen so bad. <laughs> like just like straight out of like a like an old like uh, Wiley Coyote cartoon. There's just yeah. a train out of nowhere that just like plows through and like that'd be pretty good. I hope it's like the Coors train too. That'd be sweet. <laughs> yeah, Silver Bullet. Um, yeah, 
I don't. I don't. Ho- I hope I didn't discourage anybody from getting this game in the Discord, and I hope I don't discourage anybody from getting it in general. Just I, like I again, I'm not a fan of the first one. That's I'm over that at this point. This game is the story's hooked me for sure. I definitely need to know what's going on. So, well, yeah, it's like... I, I think I'm about to get to chapter three because I don't have like any secondary missions left to do. I just have one mission left. I just find Rockstar stories to be so hit or miss. Like, really, Grand Theft Auto 3 might be the only one I've come close to finishing in terms of Grand Theft Autos, but Red Dead 1 really hooked me with the story. And so, um, you know, it could it could have really gone either way. Like, it's not like I played one Red Dead game and I knew that I liked it. It didn't mean that 2 was a sure thing, but right. uh, it seems like they... The, I don't know if I want to call it nuance, but the, just the attention to the stories that they tell tends to be more prevalent in like a Red Dead game than it does in like the, oh, Grand Theft Auto is about the American dream. And here's the, all these different characters that are just like, screw it. Here's the dude that's voiced by David Cross. And then like, you know, for some reason, the character archetypes make more sense in a western setting to me than they do or they seem less ridiculous in the western they setting. are less ridiculous like the characters in this are i mean they're they're they don't seem like caricatures like that they do in gta they yeah difference yeah so it it just kind of i feel like they have a little bit more restraint when it comes to characterizing red dead games than it does uh, than they do with grand theft auto games so i'm i'm intrigued to see where things go the only thing that i will say it just seems very strange to me that they kind of start the game off with this like with an egress from a big event rather than giving you the tail end of the big event just to make it seem like there's some bombast in the beginning you know like I get it. Yeah, Western movies tend to be kind of slow and whatever, but that's not video games, you know? Video games are a different beast than Western movies. And if your Western video game is, you know, starts with some really big event that happens or some big conflict or something, something goes wrong in your heist or whatever, I think that's a great hook into... I guess that's kind of similar to Grand Theft Auto Five, though. Now that I think about no, it, no, right? Grand Theft Auto Five started with a heist and yeah, a, a high speed chase. That was a good way to start. Yeah, and but I, I wouldn't have faulted them to do that with Red Dead, but I guess maybe some people would have, and they chose not to. But who knows? I, it, you know, I guess that's the thing that I'll say is that the beginning of this game might feel like a slog, but it's starting to feel like it's a slog worth getting through. So. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I felt like there were moments in Chapter 1 that were good set pieces, like, that didn't take that long to get to. Yeah. But yeah. I don't want to spoil those. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to play more. I'll probably play another hour before I go to bed. Yeah. Have right cowboy on. dreams. Good deal. Well, um, everybody, look forward to our full review of the game. What? Can I say one other thing? Yeah. So the, uh, the whole labor dispute type stuff that came out, uh, 
we slash I am not going to be any more eloquent about it than other people on the internet already have been. So people should check out Kirk Hamilton's review on uh, Kotaku. And also there's a Eurogamer article called The Human Cost of Red Dead Redemption 2, according to the people who made it. Both of them are really good reads. They're long, but... Do you, do you mean a, Jason Schreier's article about the labor n- dispute n- stuff? No, because... Uh, well, that is also really good. But Kirk's review does a good job of contextualizing how he feels about the game with respect to the the news that's come out about the production in the gotcha. past couple of yeah. weeks. So uh, they're, they're both long, but they're, they're good reads. So um, people should go check those out if you're interested in kind of shading your yeah i started to read that review but i stopped i had to stop myself because i wanted to have my own opinions yeah no that's that's fair but i did want other people to kind of know that there are people out there talking about the labor issues with respect to the actual game itself and they seem to be doing a very good job because a lot of people are like like i said on our last episode it's not like you're going to stop people from buying red dead and that's not even really the right course of action because then you're just punishing those oh, people who work. Yeah, really I mean, hard. like they, you want them to have jobs and make money off of the hundreds of hours they put into the game. I want yeah. them to keep making really awesome games. Yeah, That's so um, you know, there's also a good Waypoint article from a bunch of developers because they were getting that question from a lot of readers as this news kept coming out, being like, "What can I do if I?" want this to change so they talked to a lot of developers who were like these are things you can do in order to you know support better working conditions for game devs so go check out all that stuff if you're interested in it it's all out there waypoint uh Eurogamer and kotaku so right on well if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch the show check out midwestgamenerds.com slash links also, check out the Patreon, which benefits the entire network, the Midwest Podcast Network, that is. Check it out at patreon.com slash midwestpodnet. That's M-I-D-W-E-S-T-P-O-D-N-E-T. For as little as $1 a month, you can help keep our shows alive and well. Thanks again to Jason K and Gojo for their contributions. As always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to midwestgamers at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch, as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. That all being said, please look forward to our full review, which will be coming a week from today. And uh, yeah, we look Look forward to sharing the, our final opinions with you or somewhat final because i highly doubt we're actually going to finish the game but we'll try yeah. we'll try to at least see how many more i'm going to see how many more horses i can inadvertently kill throughout the week yeah, so. <laughs> uh, yeah we need to i'm going to try to keep my original horse the whole time just to see if it's possible <laughs> yeah i and i assume we'll probably revisit things too when the online comes out so we'll have oh, a few opportunities before yeah. the end of the year to talk about red dead for sure So thanks again, everybody, for joining us, and we will see you next time. Peace.